Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, overprohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet, but if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox Internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home Internet. Cox is the real home Internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash Internet for details. Just your, your spots there on that Champions League throw yesterday. You know, uh, what a draw it turned out to be. Yeah, look, um, yeah, I guess excited that we were in it. Um, that's the first thing. Um, yeah, you, you kind of, um, you know, you want us, you want our football, you want our football club to be amongst the, the the big clubs of Europe, and um, yeah, a real sense of anticipation, excitement around the draw, and. Um, yeah, after it, you know, you know that irrespective of sort of uh, <clears throat> the teams you got, you know, you've got a, a challenge before you. And, uh, you know, I think from our perspective, uh, really excited about what's ahead. I know a lot of the players in the build-up were facing Real Madrid, but does it really get any better than, you know, the Galacticos back to Glasgow? Yeah, I think there's, you know, that 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 fixture in itself is, is a pretty special one. And, um, you know, it's a club we haven't played for a very long time. And, yeah, I think for our supporters and everyone involved in the football club, um, it's an exciting opportunity um, to test ourselves against the the reigning champions and and a club that's you know st- steeped in you know the strongest of traditions in this competition. So, <clears throat> yeah, great, and an exciting fixture, and I'm sure everyone's looking forward to it. Hi, Ansh. Uh, obviously, 
Um, obviously, you've got Real Madrid, other big teams in there, but, but initially, are you confident that you can pick up wins, pick up points, perhaps even get out of the group? Yeah, mate, we, we haven't played a game yet, so um, I think we'll just sort of address that as we go along and, and you know... Um, you know, once obviously the fixtures are confirmed, and we'll we'll focus on that first game. As you said, we, we've got three games between now and then. Really important that we go into those games in good form and feeling good about ourselves. So, um, yeah, once we get through the next three games, hopefully we, we'll, we'll continue our strong form, and then we'll see who we got first up, and and we'll you know we'll we'll, we'll tackle that. I mean, I think to to start thinking beyond that is, uh, you know, that's not the level of competition where you try and sort of, um, you know have a look at into the future and forecast what you can do. Uh, I think it's a, it's a kind of tournament where you, 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 you'd better be focused on what the, the next opponent is or else, um, you know, you won't get past that. I just got to ask you about the new signing as well. Haksabanovic has uh, come in. <clears throat> what are your thoughts on him? Why was he one of the players that you wanted to bring to Glasgow? Yeah, look, he's um, you know he's he's a good player. He's he's had really good experience um, for a relatively young age, both at club level, international level. Um, you know, can fill a number of spots in our system, I think. And um, you know, he's he's really sort of determined and ambitious to to you know have a really strong career for himself. And I think you know, from my perspective, it's always about well, you know, do I see the player fitting into the way we play? And I think he does. And the secondary is what kind of you know, person and, and motivation that they have. And, you know, with Sayad, as soon as we sort of showed our interest, he was really keen to make the move happen. Um, you know, it wasn't the easiest of, of moves to, to sort of uh, coordinate, but he was really determined to, to join our football club, which I thought, you know, was a good sign for us um, because it means he's coming here for the right reasons. So, um, you know, he's, um, I think he'll be a good asset for us. Uh, as I said, adds to our depth in that front half of, of, of our team. And, uh you know, at 23 years of age, um, you know, his best is, is definitely ahead of him. And just going back to the, the draw, if I may, you, you mentioned the Real Madrid games as being particularly special. I, I know you've spoken in the past about um, the influence the great uh, Mr. Puskas has had in your life and in, in your career. I think you said he was one of the most significant influences on your career. Does it make it, just from a personal point of view, extra special uh, and maybe a bit emotional, the fact that you're going to be going back there or, or, or you know, pitting your own wits against the team where, where he is held in such great esteem and was a real legend. Um, yeah, look, I mean, I, I don't know about sort of extra significance. I think anyone involved in our game, when you get to, to sort of, um, you know, compete against the best and, and in this case, you know, one of the most famous football clubs in the world who happen to be the current champions. Um, you know, I think anyone involved would, would would say it's significant. Obviously, as you said, I was pretty fortunate and blessed to to um, have, uh, you know, Ferenc Puskas as, as my manager for three years. And, you know, I asked as many questions as I could about his, you know, his whole Real Madrid, um, you know, experience because they were such a fantastic team, not just... Um, you know, in in the the time span of when he was playing, but you know, beyond that, they really established themselves as one of the world's greatest sides and the football they played. So, you know, it's um, it's a shame he's not around to see it. I'm sure he would have taken great pride in 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 you know seeing somebody he had a big influence over um, leading a side out against them. But uh, I think for our whole football club, it's always you know 
like I said, that's why we want to be playing at this level. Um, you know, we want to be in the Champions League is so that we can test ourselves against the best, and that's what we'll be doing. And you mentioned you've got a number of you know important domestic games to to deal with before we get into the the Champions League games. I mean, rightly, there's you know so much attention on the draw. Is it going to be difficult from your point of view to tell your players forget about those big glamour games and just focus fully on the bread and butter of the domestic fixtures that are coming up before all that? Uh, no, it won't be because, you know, the players kind of understand that the reason that we're in this position is because, you know, last year we won, you know, we were champions of our league, you know, and, and we've earned this right. And, and you've got to always respect, um, you know, the fact that if you're not performing at a certain level, irrespective of the competition, then, um, no point looking ahead because you'll you'll either not play in that or or, or struggle if, even if you do. So yeah, our, our boys have been really good and focused on our training this morning, and uh, it was as competitive as always because um, yeah, they know that we've got three important games before that, and there'll be games in between that and uh, the Champions League games, and um, you know there'll be no one here who's saving themselves for those fixtures. You know they. they the environment just won't allow it. Um, they've got to be at their best and training at their best, and they want to be at their best. They, you know, the way to make sure that this experience of playing and measuring yourself against the best is fulfilling is to to be at your best yourself. And you can't be at your best yourself if you haven't prepared yourself properly. Hi, Ange. Um, a hectic period of games now is coming up. Is this when the strength and depth of your squad will come to the fore? Well, yeah, I hope so. Anyway, that was the whole idea of sort of, you know, our, our, our thinking around our recruiting strategy this uh, this window was to have a squad and players robust and, and strong enough to to um, compete at every competition at a certain level and and um, yeah so far obviously we've only had the game a week and you know I haven't made too many changes to the starting lineup but we've given some game time but we've worked awfully hard at training to make sure that you know um, the group is ready for what's ahead and as you said starting this week um, till the international break we'll have three games a week um, and then post the international break same so it's a lot of games and you know we're going to need everyone in our squad to be playing at a good level and ready to compete so um, so that's the plan and um, now it's about executing it. Hi, Ange. Uh, the game against Real Madrid at Celtic Park, that'll be a big occasion, but where does managing against Madrid in the Bermuda, where does that rank in your career? You know, I, I, I've never looked at it that way. I, you know, I don't, you know, all these kind of things, I, I keep saying the same the same with the players. You, you know, you can, you can experience these things, but usually you only remember them if it's a positive experience. So there's no point just, you know, I'm not... I'm not one who just, you know, says I've done this and I've done that. I mean, for me, it's more important that we go there and, and we have a positive experience to do that. We've got to play, you know, some good football against the best. And um, that's when it becomes meaningful because, to be fair, you can pay for a tour of the Bernabeu. Anyone can do that, you know. So as an experience, it's not that unique. What you want to do is make sure that when you have these opportunities, and that's what I've tried to do in my career is, um, yeah, I've often said to, to players, it's it's better to swap shirts with a player you admire after you've knocked them off and beaten them than just grabbing another shirt for your for your collection. Yeah, I just asked you this week a lot of your fellow managers and talked about refereeing decisions and the introduction of VAR. Is it do you agree with this the stance of the sooner the better comes in? And what do you think about it coming in mid season? 
Yeah, look, I, as I said, I mean, I, I've had experience with VAR sort of, you know, I had it in Japan. I've had it when I was national team boss. So, I've, I've, you know, we had it in Europe last year, even for us as a club. So I'm, I'm well-versed in it and, um, and you know, I think it, it, it should be implemented um, in, in the Scottish game because I think every league in the world will, will have it uh, sooner rather than later. Um, my view on that is the same as it's always been. If if you think that refereeing decisions are that important um, that they change games, VAR ain't going to change your outlook. You know, I've never worried about that stuff. You know, I think even with VAR, there's going to be mistakes made. There's going to be things missed. Um you know, our football club and me in particular, I've never focused on that as, you know, worrying, um, allowing that to, to judge uh, our outcomes. You know, we if, if a decision goes against us, it goes against us. Our job is to get on with it and it'll be the same with VAR. Um, so, you know, I think if people think that, you know, I think the people who talk about refereeing decisions today will still be talking about them when VAR is around and the ones who don't won't when VAR is around. Oh, hi, Ange. Um, In the games you've played so far domestically, the teams consistently be finding solutions about for, for teams that sit deeper in defence. In the upcoming derby in the Champions League, you're likely to face teams that are pressing a lot higher, more aggressively, giving you less time on the ball. Could you elaborate a bit on how you might prepare the team differently to face a different style that you might not face domestically? Yeah, look, I mean, I, that's, I, I guess that's always the challenge. I mean, it's not always the case either, you know. Uh, sometimes people assume, but, you know, if you look at sort of our Champions League draw and, and even the Rangers game, they don't necessarily always come out and press aggressively. Some of them are set up as counter-attacking teams, so we've just, just, we just got to be prepared for whatever happens. But we, we try and train every day, you know, in a certain way that it gives the players different challenges, um, you know, with respect to... You know our build-up play or or our execution in the front third, because as you said, um, you know there may be teams that that press us more aggressively that we don't really get pressed, so we work on that at training. But the opposite of that is that, you know, we may get it if teams press aggressively against us, we get an opportunity to maybe hit them on the counter attack as well. And we've got some really you know um, you know aggressive and dynamic forwards, so it's how we execute in the front third as well. So it works at both ends, and we try and. You know, work on that at training consistently. We, you know, if, if we haven't been challenged in a certain way in a number of games, and you know, our emphasis in, on tra- in training is on, you know, if, if things change, how would we um, cope with that? So, you know, we're constantly working on those things. Just one more about Haksabanovic. Uh, with him recently signed, how quickly do you think <clears throat> you want him to be involved in the squad? Are you targeting specific games or are you looking to sort of get him in and get him used to the system quickly? Yeah, I think it's more about sort of getting him adjusted to sort of the physical levels we need. And, um, you know, he, he, he's sort of been training uh, individually um, now. So, uh, you know, from our perspective, he's really keen to get involved straight away. I mean, he trained with the group this morning, but we just got to be careful about when we introduce him because, you know, we, the last thing we want is to put him in too early. But I think in terms of the, the game style, I, I don't think you'll have too much problem adapting. I mean, I've always tried to sort of recruit players who I see fitting into our system. And I think you've seen that in the past with guys, you know, sometimes we've just thrown them in and they adjust pretty quickly. So it's just a matter of the physical aspect now is to see how he tracks over the next few weeks in terms of his fitness levels and how he copes with our training. And, um, you know, we'd like to put him into games as, 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 as early as we can. He'd like to, but we just got to be make sure it's the right time. Hello, Ange. Um, when speaking to the media, Moritz Jens spoke on his aims to win the Champions League group, and Rio Hitati also spoke on how he wants to emulate Shinsuke Nakamura. 
How important do you think it will be to have such a confident and ambitious squad when playing against Europe's elite? Yeah, look, I, you know, again, it is important, but ultimately what's more important is, you know, that that you go in there with belief in in your, your football and in yourself. And, um, yeah, from my perspective, we... You know, we never talk about outcomes here. For me, it's about performance. You know, if you if we perform to the best of our ability, what it does, it gives us a chance to be successful. Uh, there's no point think talking about winning things or or accomplishing things without the performance first. And um, you know, from from my perspective, whether that's a Champions League or or you know, in the Premiership or in any of the cups, it's you got to bring that level of performance. Um, and if you do, do bring that level of performance, all these other things will will, will take their course. So, um, you know, I think having real belief in something and, and for us, the belief lies in our football. You know, that's where hopefully uh, our players get their confidence uh, from is that, you know, they, they believe that if we can play our football and play it to the best of our ability, it gives us a chance for success. And you've been making strides for Australian coaching since you came to Celtic. Last season, you became the first Australian coach to win a Europa League match. This season, you become the first Aussie to manage in the Champions League. How does it make you feel to be breaking new ground for Australian coaches? Yeah, look, I, again, you know, it's 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 not stuff that, I, you know, it's at the front end of my consciousness, but I realise, you know, everything I do kind of has an impact beyond me personally. Um, you know, we all have sort of our own, ambitions and and what drives us and and certainly you know from my perspective you know I've, I've built a career on on trying to be as successful as I can wherever I've been and I want that to continue for as long as I'm doing what I'm doing because of you know that's what kind of drives me but you, you realize you have a greater impact um and I guess uh, from my perspective obviously because I've come from another country it'll have um, you know a big impact in Australia but you know I think it'll have a big a big impact here um in Scotland and for this football club too if we can have success in in the biggest of competitions I think that's you're always trying to lay down a marker and and all these other things sort of are, are byproducts of it What's up, guys? This is MMA fighter Clay Guida, and I'm not afraid of anyone or anything, but losing my hair was an entirely different kind of fight. So if you're suffering from hair loss like I was, then you got to check out my boys at Bosley. Pound for pound, they are the champions of hair restoration. That's why I turned to Bosley to get my hair back. The entire Bosley team was so professional and kind from start to finish. All it took was a simple one-day procedure, and I was on my way back to rocking my full hair again. So take it from me. Don't wait if you are thinning or receding. I'm so thrilled with my results, I just wish I would have went to Bosley sooner. It's time to finally knock out hair loss because the best is yet to come. Check out Bosley today.
When MMA fighter Clay Guida was losing his hair, he trusted Bosley to get it back. Now it's your turn. Get a free information kit, plus get a $250 off gift card when you text SCORE to 203203. That's text SCORE to 203203. Don't wait. Text SCORE to 203203. Sports Social Podcast Network. 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 Network.